this beautiful day, I want to start with God in, uh, God in a box. Don't let your limited knowledge or wisdom to have in front of what God can do. And I want to start with this this morning because 1 Corinthians, the first chapter of the 25th verse says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So I want to bring to your attention this morning that whatever knowledge we do possess is from the world, from, the, from Google, the channels we watch, Instagram, television, news channels, call it what you want or whatever is your source of information. But that's what I, I would like to call is worldly wisdom. Sending a drone to Venus or virtual shopping or chat GPT is foolishness to God. And it's the Bible, it's not me. And all I'm saying to you this morning is reset the way you think about how God can do things for you and how God works. He will do it for you. And He will do it His way. And we always have a way of, you know, wanting things to work out the way we want it to work out. And sometimes we think to ourselves, why is this not happening this way? Or why is this particular situation not panning out in this particular way? But again, we are using our worldly situation. It's not working that way because for him that is foolishness. So you leave it to God. You leave it to Jesus. And some that, you know, God is not answering me on this one. Or he's not in the situation with me on this one. Actives, morning in case you do have that thought. You are wrong. He is absolutely with you in every situation that you are with. Because his word says... He will never leave you nor forsake you. His word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. So you wipe that thought out of your mind. Because you might think, as I said, you want an answer in a particular way or you want an answer in a particular time or you want a situation to change at a particular angle stretch. It's not going that way. But don't have even once, not even once, think that he's not with you. Oh, he's with you. He will never, even his word says that. So this morning and this day, I want to tell you, you wait for the Lord on your situation. And have the faith and patience for him to come through. And the mighty man of God knew this about God. And it came to pass. 
Luke wants for nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing. The Bible does not mean words. It says nothing will be impossible with God. Believe the impossible with God this day. From this day on, look at your situations and challenges in a very different. I know it's easier said than done, but the reset button is only in our hands. Jesus has done what He's done on the cross, and nothing can change that. Nothing can change the outcome of that. It's for you to believe and for you to hit that reset button. And this is for someone here this morning, and this is the time when Moses was. The Israelites have come out of slavery, and I won't get into that entire story, but. They want non-veg. They want non-vegetarian food, and that's the complaint to God. That discussion, the Lord tells Moses, "Oh, I love it. First of all, it's a discussion that's fabulous. Imagine having a discussion with God. Oh, hallelujah!" But in that particular time, the Lord says, and I'm reading to you directly from the Word of God, November, uh, Numbers, the eleventh chapter, the twenty-third verse. It says. The Lord said to Moses. The Lord said to Moses. I told you, He's talking to him. Beautiful. Is the Lord's power limited? Another version says, "Has the Lord's arm been shortened?" Oh no, it's not limited. Oh no, His arm is not short. Let me tell you that this morning and this day. Is the Lord's power limited? He asked Moses. Has the Lord's arm been shortened? And then you shall see whether what I say will happen or not. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, come on! The Lord's hand is not short. The arm is not short. He is watching over His word to perform it. In case you don't know, it's in Jeremiah. He is watching over His word to perform it. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, yeah. I told you he started. Don't put God in a box. Reset the way you look at the way He deals with things. Don't look at things from your worldly wisdom or the way you understand it. The situation should pan out. Oh, He will work it far above you can even think or imagine, because that's the God that you serve. Oh, His arm is not short, and His power is not limited. And today, I want to share two stories with you from about how God turns such around. And the first one is the life of Elisha, chapter the first verse onwards, and it's it's about this widow, and that is this miss who has lost her husband and the wife. Of the sons of the prophets, and in your time, make a note and go ahead and read it and meditate on this passage of scripture, Second Kings, the fourth chapter, the first and verse. And the Bible says she sees Elisha and she cries out to him. So she's in a particular situation, you know. And the situation, the situation is she has a debt to pay. She owes someone something. And those debtors are coming to collect what is due to them. 
course, going back to these times. She's a widow, so she doesn't have a husband, so probably she work and there's no source of income or cash flow, whatever you want to call it. And the Bible says she sees Elisha and she cries out to him. And that she has a debt and now her husband is not around and the debtors are coming to take her two sons as slaves. Oh, that's such a difficult situation. And then Elisha asks her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Oh, hallelujah. This woman is in a desperate situation. She turns to the prophet of God and he says, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And the woman replies and says, I have nothing. I have nothing but a jar of oil. The Bible doesn't before. Before. But can you imagine that all she has in the house is a jar of oil? A jar of oil and two sons and those two sons are going to be taken by the debtors. That's all she has. And then, from the third verse onwards, he said to her, go. Bosses for yourselves from all your neighbors, even empty vessels. Do not get a few, he tells her. And you shall go in, shut the door behind you and your sons and pour out into these vessels and you shall set aside what is full. Oh, come on. So he tells her, you go and you borrow Every vessel from your neighbors, he says, from all your neighbors. And do not get a few, he tells her. And then he tells her, go in your room, you shut the door behind you and your sons, and you take that jar of oil that you have, and you pour it into these vessels. And you keep aside what is full. Oh, hallelujah, this is the word of God. And the woman does she shuts the door of her home with her sons and they bring in empty jars and vessels from their neighbors and she begins to pour the oil from the jar. And when all the vessels were full, she tells the son, give me another vessel. And he says to her, there aren't any more vessels left and the oil stops. Oh, hallelujah. The seventh verse says, Then she came and told the man of God what had happened. And he said, Go, sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons can live on the rest. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Goshen in the situation. A dead situation. A dead situation. And God brings in his multiplication. Collect as many vessels you can. Empty vessels you can. And this jar of oil, I will multiply it. Your jar of oil, I will multiply it. I am the Lord, he says. 
Oh, hallelujah. And she pours the oil into the jars and the jars are full. And then she turns to her son and she says, get another jar or get another vessel. And he says, there are none that make in every vessel from all the possible neighbors around. And when the last jar, the last vessel was full, the oil stopped. Oh, hallelujah. God steps in and brings multiplication. And the seventh verse says, so much so that she could pay her debt and live off the remaining with her two sons. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, the way the widow saw it happening at all. Oh, I'm not panning out. For her, she just saw a dead situation. A dead situation with two sons and a jar of oil. Full morning, I want to tell you on this beautiful day, I want to tell you, you go ahead and give God empty jars. Oh, he will fill it for you. I tell you, don't put God in a box. Don't put God in a box. You give him empty jars, he will bring in multiplication for what measure you use, he will to you and he will fill them up. He will. Oh, he will fill them up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This beautiful day, the second story also is from the book of Second Kings and again from the life of Elisha. What a powerful man of God he was. And the Bible is king. And they're warring against Israel. And every time the king of Aram plots something, Elisha tells the king of Israel and the king of Israel counters it. And again he plots something. And again Elisha goes and tells the king of Israel. And the king of Israel avoids it. And now Aram is he's, he's enraged. And he's like, I have, I, have a, I have a spy. We have a spy amongst us. Somebody is leaking our plans. And it's going to the Israelites. And then somebody turns to him and tells him, Oh no, you, you king of Aram, no. There is a prophet there. And his name is Elisha. Anchored in your bedroom. To the man. And he's going and telling the king. And that's what's happening. And a place that's called Dothan. With his servant. Around the sides. You know what? Let's take horses. And the Bible calls it out exactly this way. The king of Aram sends horses, chariots, and a great army to Dothan where Elisha is living. He decides, let's capture this guy and the war is ours. Israel is ours. And the Bible says, horses and chariots and a great army surrounds Dothan at night. In the morning, Elisha wakes up and he goes out and he sees 
the city surrounded by the armenians and the servant comes running to elisha and you know probably elisha sleeping and he master what shall we do second kings the 6th chapter the 16th verse on how you listen to this Oh, you listen to this this morning, and you know, or you should understand that this is how God works. He answered, and he said, "Do not fear." So, so knowing exactly how God works, so he answered, and he said, "Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them." what a confident statement do not for those who are, are more than those who are with them and then elisha prayed and said oh lord i pray open his eyes that he may see oh and wait for it wait for it the lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw and behold the mount horses and chariots of fire all around elisha oh hallelujah oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah. Oh Elisha prayed and said, "Oh Lord, open his eyes that he may see." And the Lord opens the servant's eyes and he sees and behold the was full of horses and chariots of fire. Oh hallelujah. Oh those who are with us are way more than those who are with them. Oh hallelujah this morning this day. Oh hallelujah. This battle does not belong to you. it belongs to the lord as to you those who are with us are more than those who are with the world whatever your situation is today this battle does not belong to you now let me tell you that the army is come in front of elisha calls down blindness upon the army can you imagine that can you even Can you even understand the situation? This is one man, but he knows God at the next level, and he's surrounded by an army. But he knows things about God, and when the army comes to him, he calls down blindness upon them, and he takes them to the king of Israel, and sets them in front in the capital city, surrounded by these lights. But I won't be end of the story. But I, I can just tell you, and I will feed them. They make a feast for them, and they send them back. And never again would the Armenians ever at war with Israel. And this beautiful morning, I want to tell you. Oh, the oh, the Bible says he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the same. This battle is not yours. And whatever your situation might be today, whether it's a health situation. whether it's a problem at work dead situation whether it's a deadline that you think it is impossible for you to meet oh no this morning and this is for you your help comes from god your help comes from jesus oh your help comes from the almighty he will bring multiplication 
into your situations where it's needed. He will bring healing into your situation where there is a sick body or where there's ill health. And he will help when you need it and you will see his salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you will see his salvation just as the servants spiritual eyes were opened and he saw the salvation of the Most High in chariots and horses of fire surrounding the armies that had come to surround them. How dare you? Those who are with us are more of them. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Dear Lord, I thank you for this. It's beautiful of yours, Lord. I thank you for your double-edged sword that does back until it has achieved what it has been set out for, Lord. I thank you that you are watching over your word to perform it this beautiful day. Oh Lord, you are our salvation. And we will trust and not be afraid. For yes, you are our strength and our song and also our salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for situations that you've turned around. Thank you, Lord, for multiplication that you've already brought into people's lives. Thank you, Lord, for the healing that you've already turned into people's homes and into people's lives. Thank you, Lord, for turning situations on the head because our help comes from you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for those who are with us are more, are more, are so much more than those who are with the world. We rejoice in you, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you are our salvation. And we leave everything at your feet. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.